mama? friends hello everybody um and welcome to go ask your mom i'm tiffany and i'm alicia and on today's episode we are talking about the importance and value of being a sister and what that means to us and we have some special guests on the show today as well several guest appearances and also bear in mind as you're listening to these interviews that uh we actually don't have a studio so, uh, these interviews were done just in our kitchen, so you can definitely hear our dogs walking around. Uh, they get a little snacky in the middle of some. They start eating. <laughs> the bell um, on the back so, door yeah, goes growling. off. Like, it's really... There's some stuff going on. There's uh, a baby in there at one point. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she's in there. So, anyway, just... Your you mom know. coughs like crazy. I don't know. It's yeah, yeah. like... Yeah. They're fun. They're yeah. fun interviews. Yeah. Real professional. Yeah. <laughs> We are very professional. That's right. Don't forget it. Um, well, what happened this week? Uh, for us, um, our big girls started some new classes this week. Phoenix started tennis. And much, I think, to everybody's surprise, she did pretty decent. She did. Actually, did pretty good. I was I was pretty surprised, and she's got, like, almost no depth perception. But well, she, she, she did, did well. Yeah. We uh, already bought her a racket for at home and some tennis balls and some other stuff to do some of the drills they were working on um, just so that she can start working on the weekends as well and doing some of that stuff to get better. Yes, and Maddox started taekwondo. And we got some um, boards and stuff that she can start working no. on breaking. No, I'm just kidding. No. <laughs> that did not occur. <laughs> I'm just she's just going to break the boards we have on the house. <laughs> no, she's real cute in her so little... So adorable. Her little get-up. Listen, I know nothing about... Absolutely nothing about Taekwondo. So I think she's adorable in her little outfit, whatever that's called. And doing her little kicks and punches or whatever they're called. Yeah. With her little hiyas. I don't know. She's cute. <laughs> she did really good, yeah. She cute. She was pumped. Yeah. Um, We're planning a trip? Oh, yes. My my mom came up um, and we discussed our big trip to, to Orlando that we have coming up for the girls' birthdays in May. We're going to go to Universal and Disney and all the things for their birthdays. We're very excited. So we, we just we just planned that this week. We're not completely done planning. Like, we're stretching this out because um, if any of you follow me on, you know, social media, you know that I'm married into a big planning family. It's true. And, and if anybody of you follow me on social media, you know that my wife didn't help plan it at all because I married into a non-planning family. I was going to say they probably haven't seen anything about me in a while. You, like, never wow. post. So. Wow. It's anyway. getting shady. In here it's tonight. cold. It's chilly. You might want to go it's get br- it's brisk. Anyway, <laughs> so like I was saying, yikes, friends. So, Send help. Uh, <laughs> that is inherited apparently because both of our big girls like to plan as well. They think it's super fun, uh, Phoenix especially, and so they have been involved in the planning part, and so that's been fun slash challenging. It was only challenging when Phoenix picked 13 hours 
to pick a Mickey Mouse ears. Oh gosh, she's like she really. I still don't is. know that she picked him out. I know she really is. She, we bought them. Okay, she did. Woo! Yikes! Yeah, she she really is a preteen. Like straight up, all the hormones, all the everything. Um, so she's like super. She just wants to be cute and like matchy matchy. And we're like, sister, you're wearing different shirts every day. Like it, you cannot coordinate it that well. So yeah, it's it was a big deal. But she picked something out that I think she likes and. Yeah. Regardless, she probably won't wear those ears but one time. So, yeah. Anyway, so we're not completely done planning that trip, but we are very, very excited for it. So, that, yeah. that's fun. So, speaking of the children, um, I think we're going to start today's episode with a little interview from Phoenix and Maddox talking about um, what it's like for them being a sister. Yep. So, we well, enjoy that. Some new, <laughs> some new changes and uh, some of the same for Phoenix, but... Uh, started all over for her. So yeah. Anyway, enjoy our sweet big girls. Hello, girls. Hola. Hola. How's it going? <laughs> Welcome to our podcast once again. You guys have had several guest appearances. Okay. Because we're the best guests. Yeah. Yeah. How does it feel to be on the show? Good. Good. Goodish. Good-ish. Okay. I'm nervous. So you're nervous. <laughs> Don't be nervous, Maddox. It's okay. Hey, so today's show is all about being a sister. Wow, there's a lot. <laughs> a lot know. about yeah. being a sister? So, so we're going to ask you questions, and um, you can just answer however you want it's to. It's only okay. been okay. two months being a sister. Uh, has it, Maddie? Well, uh, it's, it's okay, been, it's okay. It's been what? Uh, it, it's been like a couple weeks or something. No, it's been a couple months since you've been a big sister, but how long has it been since you've been a sister? Thank you. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Gosh, I was... So, um, let's start with Phoenix. Phoenix, yes. what's it like um, starting over with a baby sister? I didn't really know what to expect like at first. Like, at first I was happy, mm-hmm. like in like the beginning months. Of um, me knowing that I was gonna have a little okay. sister. Okay. And then in the middle, I got like really nervous. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, and then finally, maybe the last two months, I'd say, I was like happy nervous. And now that she's here? It's like she's nothing like I expected. Is it better or worse than you expected? Like, you can't really rate a baby. Personally, okay. you can't rate a baby because they they don't really have. Well, rate you being a sister. Like your expectation, like, or your the expectation that you have versus yeah. reality. What, how how does it this. differ? I thought that like she would cry a lot more than she. Like at night and stuff, yeah. and keep you up. Yeah. Well, we got blessed. And oh. We don't have a cry. I agree, mm-hmm. for sure. Maddox, what's it? Um, how is it different being a big sister than a little sister? I have a little sister that when I get older, mm-hmm. I might have to babysit. That's oh, true. Okay. I'm <laughs> the babysitter. Well, <laughs> yeah, but there might come a point, right, where you're you're so much older that you're like, bye. Or and... in college. I'm not going to do that. Oh, yeah, not like that, college. but like in college or, you know what I mean, well, yeah. stuff like that. So Maddox... Oh, and, and how is it different than being a little sister? 
Um, being a little sister is kind of hard. Because your sister might boss you. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, it, 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 goes, it goes both ways, right? Like, Phoenix, what's the hardest part about being the biggest sister? All of them look up to you. Okay, oh, so there, you feel a lot of pressure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What What's the... What do you look forward to as you guys get older? Probably, because I've heard, like, lots of bad sayings about, like, whenever you grow up. Uh-huh. And, like, or, like, an only child, because uh-huh. you don't really have, like, a lot of permanent friends. Don't do the cuckoo sign. Keep going, Pete. Yep. Yeah, so probably something I look forward to when I'm older is, like, always having friends, even if you, like... Built-in besties type yeah. thing, yeah? <laughs> that's sweet, Pete. But at the same time, right now, my age, like, I want everything that's not to do with them. That's true. Right, right. Yeah, you you want to be your own person, right? You want to be independent and different. And like an what's exam- going on? Yeah, go ahead. What's an example? Um, Maddox won't leave the room whenever I'm with my friend. She mm. wants to be a friend, right? And we kind of talked about that, right, Maddie? Tonight, right? We, oh, I talked about how I've been the little sister and the, big, the big sister, sister, right? So I can see both sides. I totally get it. Yeah. Maddox, what's the hardest part of being a little sister? Um, mostly the hardest part of being a little sister, because I am still a little sister. Yeah, right? that's yeah. true. At the other You'll always be house. sister. At well, and here. And here. Yeah. And here. Yeah. And here. Yeah. Go ahead. What's the hardest part about it? Um, mostly the hardest part is probably if, like, Phoenix is a, well, when it's the hardest part that when you want to play with your older sister and sometimes she doesn't let you. That's true. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's I will admit up to that. Yeah. Most yeah. of the time. Yeah. I think I've played with her once in the last month. Wow. Yeah. Poor man. It's a little different now, right? And Phoenix, you're getting older, so you're kind of pivoting some of your interests, right? You're more into, like, Roblox and messaging with your friends and all those things. And Maddox, you're still very much into playing with toys and, and Legos and all that kind of stuff, right? Doing art. And stuffed animals. Art. Stuffed animals. Yeah. yeah. And well, George is the one and only stuffed animal. <laughs> oh, wow. He's yeah. not even stuffed animal. So, Shout out to George the Moose. Yeah. Yes. Well, I think we're excited because we think Axel has two great big sisters, and as she gets older, she's I think one she's great just big she's, wow. <laughs> I think she's gonna look up to you guys so much and want to be right there, you know, right behind you guys, right by you guys all the time. So don't know if I'm gonna like that, <laughs> but not all the time she'll be with us because. We have to go to dad. Is that hard, Maddie? Wait. Not being with Axel all the time? Yeah. Yeah. What's hard what? about it? Well, it's just say I'm mostly used to, like, waking up and then probably Axel's still asleep. Mm-hmm. So then I come with you guys to wake her up. Mm-hmm. And I don't do that at dad's house. Right. You don't get to see her. What about you, Phoenix? Is it hard being away from Axel, or not yet? (laughs) I mean, I feel like whenever she grows up, she's probably going to be, like, off and on about us. 
Because, oh, like, okay. it's not like we're going to be there the whole time. Is that a, that's a worry of yours? Yeah. I think that it's going to be harder for Axel with you guys being at your dad's house than it will be for you guys. Because you'll be at dad's, right? And it's exciting there in, in different ways. And you guys do lots of fun things. But Axel, she, um, she'll just be here waiting for you to come home. <laughs> the whole time. The whole time. She'll I just think be she's going to miss you guys. It's yeah. I think she's going to be like being Like guy. when she's older, like I personally love when she's older, when she can actually walk and talk, mm-hmm. yeah, like three or so. Okay. Um, I'm guessing she's probably gonna have a lot more entrances, like missing us. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And probably when we come back, she's probably gonna hug us. I'm guessing. Oh, oh yes, she doesn't want absolutely. Will. Phoenix, I totally understand that fear, but I think what you have to remember is that it's just gonna be her here with me and mommy and so she's gonna miss the crazy that you guys bring like yeah, she like already the fun, the fun. <laughs> well i think she meant crazy the fun. fun like she already looks up at y'all's pictures and she you know what i mean smiles and tries to talk to you guys and you know i i think that when she's older she's just gonna miss you guys like crazy when you're not here all right one more question uh, okay what do you want to tell our listeners is uh, like a story that you have about your sister? Anything? Oh my gosh, there's so many. Hmm. Or some advice. I was going to say, oh, we have lots of listeners with kids. So if their kids are listening, what advice would you give those kids if they're going to become a sibling? Don't recommend. <laughs> Ah, pre-teen. Okay, wow. <laughs> jaw is on the floor. I she is so offended right now. Maddox, what's your advice? Let's see if you Maybe have some. Maddox, you My some better advice, advice is yeah. be aware to play. Oh, Get ready be, to play. Okay. All right. Well, girls, thank you for being on the show. We we look forward to having you on a future episode. Okay. Say goodbye to our list. We're Wait. Doing what? a thing with your Yeah, you're yeah, you're live right now. Live on the air. Because I'm the best. Wow. All right. Say goodbye, everybody. (laughs) Bye, everybody. Bye. All right. That was our interview with Phoenix and Maddox on being uh, big sisters again. Well, just sisters in general. Yeah. Obviously, because Maddox. Maddox, you can tell, is struggling a little bit with uh, the concept of being um, a little sister and a big sister at the same time all the time. Oh, <laughs> right, right. So Not just you know one house or the other. <laughs> right. Um, so I don't know if you know this, but like um, Alicia and I are both sisters, obviously. Um, but I have an interesting family dynamic. My um, I have two biological older brothers, and we grew up together in the same house. And so I was the little sister. And they are four and six years older than I am. And they uh, hated me growing up. <laughs> like, really, really, truly. And I idolized them. Really. And, um, but I was super annoying as a little sister. I was an annoying little sister. And um, now we have a very close, all three of us have a very close relationship. And then when I was in high school, my mom remarried. And our very close family friends that we essentially grew up with 
um, became my older brother and my younger sister. And so there are technically five of us all together, although I only ever lived and grew up with my two older brothers. Now as a family, I have three older brothers and a younger sister, and we're all very close in age, and um, we spend all of our time together, pretty much. And even though you grew up with just Travis and Carl, like you were saying, all of you were together all the time, though. That's just true. Just from your extracurricular activities. No, it, and it, school, I guess, too. I mean, you only... We didn't go to the same school. Oh, I think actually. we did. No, 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 we didn't. Um, we did, uh, starting in, uh, I guess, junior high. Oh, okay. Well, still but, pretty young. But yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, but we were always together, so we... <laughs> We met at um, the bowling alley when our when our older brothers um, decided to bowl on Saturday mornings together in like a junior league. Just start a difference. Yeah, I know. From my family to yours, and um, Michelle and I started um, just playing together. We were three and four years old, so like we were really young when we met and kind of uh, blended our families. At least the kids. We we were constantly together. I would, always be over at their house spending the night or they'd be at our house spending the night and so so while I did predominantly just grow up with my older mm-hmm. two brothers I did spend pretty much every weekend of my time with all five of us so mm-hmm. um yeah it, it's a blended family but um they all feel the same honestly yep and I think I think my situation is kind of cool too I have uh, two brothers, and I'm the middle child. Um, I have an older brother, Eric, who's three years older than me, and then I have a younger brother, Gunner, who most people don't know about. Um, He's the black <laughs> sheep of the family. <laughs> Which is weird, because I'm a lesbian. So, imagine how that happened. That he's the black sheep and not me. <laughs> anyway, wow. he's he's almost nine years younger than me. So, um, it's a little bit interesting, because I've been able to empathize and... Um, share how I have felt some of the similar feelings that both Phoenix and Maddox have felt being a sister. Yeah. And I think you could tell in the interview with Phoenix and Maddox that when they were talking about going to their dads and not having Axel, Mm. just the... I mean, Phoenix started to cry. She did, yeah. She teared up talking talking about how she doesn't want Axel to, like not like them as much as if they were here all the time like it's a worry of hers and yeah um what were you gonna say no i just i think that a sister bond is so um i don't know pivotal yeah it's interesting because so i was the only child or the youngest not the only child the youngest for um three pipe dreams yeah yeah, right (laughs) um for almost nine years and but i was not at all upset like when my parents told me they were pregnant, I was so happy. I cried because I was so excited to be a big sister. And um, Gunner, a lot of times in our childhood, at least, you know, as he got older, kind of became my best friend, which is is weird. You know, you hear sisters talk about how they're best friends. Um, but I, me and Gunner really got super close. Me and Eric were close too, but it was different. Like I idolized him. Like you were talking about with Travis mm-hmm. and Carl. And so that relationship was more like, I can keep up with you. Yeah. Like, let me let me try. I can keep up with you, you know? Um, and three years isn't that, that 
much of a difference when you're growing up. So it well, the four four years between Travis and I felt like a lifetime. See, I didn't ever feel that way. I'm sure Eric felt that way. I think it's because you guys had similar, I don't know, interests, interests right? Like you yeah. guys were out playing sports ball and I, uh, <laughs> you know, fill in the blank here. And um, Travis was video gaming and I was playing Barbies. Yeah, no. I, I guess that that's a good point too is like, like it was just the different dynamics yeah you know but um i think being a sister to brothers versus a sister to another sister is just different and special um just like sister to a sister is special it's just different but speaking of sister to a sister our next interview is actually my mom and her twin sister my aunt tracy so <laughs> So enjoy these pistols here. <laughs> well, it's okay. It's recording. Hey, we're, no, we're starting. We're on. Hello. We're live. We're live. Uh-huh. On air. Howdy. This. No. We're live. <laughs> it's not live. Oh, don't be uh, That's not live. <laughs> okay, everybody. Here we have, as one of our special guests for the week, <laughs> we have my mom. <laughs> The coughing one. Yeah, the coughing one. one. And her twin sister, my Aunt Tracy. Oh, uh, <laughs> crab goes wild. Uh, their grand, their grandkids call them Nana and Aunt Nana. So, we do think they're identical. I think they're identical. Actually, hasn't we? Haven't we proved that? Hasn't we? Mm-hmm. <laughs> we has. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> So the the reason I think that's so cool, and Tiffany makes fun of me every time for saying this, but like it means that me and me and my brothers, I guess too, but we don't like them. Me and them, it's fine. They're not listening. <laughs> and my aunt Tracy's kids um, are actually half siblings, so that's pretty cool. I I think. I think it's so weird. Why it is. Weird? It's weird. I just think it's weird. I think it's pretty cool. Anyway, um, so this week our episode is all about sisters, so we thought we would have you guys on to talk about being twin sisters. Tell us what it's like. <laughs> you mean, I'm the nice one and Teresa's the mean one. Perfect. Is that good? I have been told that by y'all's high school friends, too. Yep, confirmed. Yeah. It's kind of good. So one thing that's cool is my mom and my aunt are still very close with um, several of the friends I graduated high school with. They go on cruises every year. <coughs> they go to haunted houses and um, murder mystery, mystery dates yeah. and stuff like that. It's pretty Cute. cool. Um, and so I have I have heard that that my mom was the mean one. Um, but that's, Aunt, that's that's not true. <laughs> I guess it's all about perspective. Exactly. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Um, but Aunt Tracy did just tell me something interesting that I didn't know. What's that? She said growing up, they didn't get along at all. Is that true? It's Tracy's fault. <laughs> I'm not surprised that you say that. Yes, because the deal was, to me, uh-huh. it seemed like if mom and dad did a, like, if they gave us presents... Mm-hmm. Teresa always got the pretty present. Like, the, the color oh. I liked was given to Teresa, and then there was me. Oh. You know, yeah. it's just... That's a true statement. Yeah? Yeah. yeah. yeah Did that. you guys have, like, a set color as as kids? Like, I know that some twins are like, oh, you're yellow and you'll have pink or whatever. I no? don't think we did. No. Uh, my favorite color's just always been blue, but... 
I don't know if you did. You even have a favorite color? Not until later. Yeah. Weirdo. <laughs> it's green now, just in case. But, you know. <laughs> if any of our listeners want to see it, in presents. So make sure Aunt Tracy gets the pretty ones, <laughs> right? Because she <laughs> scored from childhood. <laughs> So, um, <laughs> some of you guys know, if you listened to our podcast last week, my mom and dad were in Minnesota for a long time, and I kind of touched on the fact that my mom's been sick for a while. Um, turns out, turns out she still is, so she will be coughing through this interview, but just bear with us. Sorry. So. You will know she's still here. Yeah. <laughs> um, did you guys ever try switching classes? Yes. Did it work? No. Did your teachers well, know? That it would have had I not chickened out. She's a oh. big dang baby. She, I was. Babe, I didn't know that. We, <laughs> I didn't know that your mom was a baby. We switched in sixth grade, and I was going to take her math test for her. Yeah, yeah, because I suck at and, math. Um, oh, me too, Mom. I had, I had a male teacher, Mr. Johnson, and she had Miss Van mm-hmm. that nobody liked. But anyway, um, and so... <laughs> <laughs> so, so we switched classes uh-huh. and everything was going smooth as I'll get out and then next thing I know I sat where I could see down the hallway oh, well no. here she comes and so I stood up Miss Van goes where are you going and I said Teresa's coming to class and she just looked like what we just switched back and nobody said anything that's, like, okay, so well, that's hilarious and then one time you didn't take my test neither you, you got up you too soon. You chickened out too I fast. Did. Yeah. And then in I fourth grade, in fourth grade we had those bathrooms where you can go in and out yeah. on two different ends, you mm-hmm. know. And Miss Owens, my it was fifth grade, my mm-hmm. fifth grade teacher, she said, when I came out of the bathroom, she said, "Why did you change clothes?" And I said, "I didn't change clothes." She said, "Yes, you did. You were wearing blah blah blah." And I said, "Well, Teresa must be in there." And she goes, "Well, then you stand right here by me until she comes out." And okay. I said, okie dokie. <laughs> so I stood there and Teresa came out. Now, did she apologize? No. No. Go to class. All right. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I remember I'm standing there when I come over that. <laughs> and you were like, huh? Yeah. What's hey, up? <laughs> That's funny. Okay. So when did y'all's relationship start to become close? When did you guys start getting along, I guess? Right before we graduated. Yeah. I yeah. What changed? I was getting married, moving out. We were going to be separated, and we weren't real sure about it. Gotcha. I mean, we'd have the same bedroom, same, I mean, everything mm-hmm. together. Everything. But you had the pretty things. Pretty, yes. Exactly. <laughs> I have a question. Have you ever thought about, like, when you were guys were born, were you um, pretty identical? Yes. Do you think? I mean, I've seen baby pictures, so I know the answer. But mm-hmm. our listeners haven't seen the baby pictures. Mm-hmm. So. Um, but... Have you ever thought, like, when you came home from the hospital, do you think that maybe you have each other's names? Did your parents mix you up? Uh, no, and let me tell you why. Okay. When when you were in the hospital at way back when, uh-huh. we ain't saying when. Right. right. And they put bracelets, your name, on bracelets. They still do that. You, well, we had a baby in November. And you had bracelets? Well, I oh. mean, little... Well, with the twins, hospitalized. they made sure that they, they had cute, bracelets with cute. your oh, name you had on Oh, cute ones. Little, yeah. And, um, no. Well, so, no, they're not cute. My mom was going to take it off of us one time, and Daddy said, no, you ain't doing it. So, I don't know how long we had to wear them. <laughs> Do you think they're still on? <laughs> no, no, they're not on. I like it. I don't even know if we have them. Do we have them? No, I don't remember seeing them. Huh. Huh. Yeah. That's cool, though. Mm-hmm. 
What's the coolest part of being a twin sister? Do you feel like being a twin sister is different than, like, Phoenix Maddox and Axel will experience? See, that's kind of hard to answer because we... You don't know any different. Yeah, and we don't have a sibling that's a sister. We had siblings that were brothers, Brothers, right? but not sisters. So it would be kind of hard to 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 say, rather, you know... But our husbands call us Gabby One and Gabby Two because well, we have to talk. Yeah, <laughs> every day. Yeah, you know. So mm-hmm. I just remember growing up. You know, mom would get home from work and her phone would go off, and I say her phone. It was really the home phone would go off, mm-hmm. and you know, I would hear mom say hello. Nothing. What are you doing? And that was about it. Like there wasn't much else <laughs> for a conversation. Do you guys but, still talk every day? Yeah. 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 Now, I think, I I do think we, a relationship with identical twins is different than normal sets of sisters. Yeah. Why? We're 100% like each other. Yeah. I mean, that's so crazy to think about. I know, it's wild. Mm -hmm. I don't have sisters. I mean, I talk about Heather and Leanne being my half sisters and. Uh, and then I have sister-in-laws, obviously, sisters-in-law, obviously, on both sides. But I think Heather and Leanne are probably the closest that I ever felt uh, growing up, mm-hmm. obviously, like sisters. And, I mean, even now, I would do anything. They called me and asked me to do something or needed something. I would do mm-hmm. whatever I could, you know. So I can't imagine having a copy and paste version of yourself all through childhood and then yeah as adults too yeah were you gonna say something yeah just that just that i i also don't have um i don't have any biological sister i have a stepsister mm-hmm. right um i actually have several stepsisters but i'm only close to the one like because uh because my dad remarried and yeah that's had true kids too but i didn't think about that yeah yeah but um but like Michelle and I, we grew up together, but we didn't grow up as sisters. We didn't. We weren't sisters until Later. until high school. So yeah. I think it's a, a even a different relationship. Like you have a different relationship with with um, Heather Leanne than I do with Michelle, and then as the girls do with each other, and as as your mom and aunt do with each other. It's so interesting that there's so many different types of sisters out there. Yeah. Oh, sorry, just a thought. I liked it. Thanks. It was good. It was a good add-in. <laughs> Hmm. Do we have any other questions? I don't know. Do, do you have, have anything else to say about being twin sisters? Identical twin sisters. I know it's fun. Whenever Did I ever tell you about Uncle Jeff when he was... He um, always... Uncle Jeff is my aunt's husband. Oh, sorry. Yes. He always... He had P.E. with your mother. Uh-huh. Okay. And he would always see what we were wearing... So that he would know which one. Oh, Talk that's to funny. Cause, oh, oh man! And one time we dressed the same head to toe. Could he tell same the shoes and everything. And so he walked up to us and he just turned around, and walked off. He didn't. He didn't even try. try. He didn't even try. Smart guy. I know. I was like, that was smart. nothing happened. Nice. We had your, we had your boyfriend that you were you were engaged to. I think for again. Mm-hmm. Um. That How many times were y'all engaged? I was promised. I wasn't yeah, promised. Mm-hmm. Just him and then. Oh. But he would wait until Tracy walked up. He would not go pick. That's hilarious. Which one was who. Do you think you ever got asked to help by somebody who wanted to ask out your sister? 
Well, they wouldn't admit it if they did. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> yeah. so, huh. but, and you know, you were talking about like baby pictures and stuff. Mm-hmm. We have one picture. I don't know if you remember what it is. We took a picture with my uncle, one of my uncles. Oh my gosh, yeah. We still, to this day, argue who uh, it is. With Uncle Dub. Was it Uncle Dub or Uncle Donnie? I think it's Uncle Dub. But we still argue, and we've asked all That's of our funny. uncles. It's me. I know it, it's me. It's me. I remember it. Well, I'm sure she's beautiful. But we can't, we, we can't tell <laughs> I know, who I it know is. That, yeah. Good one. Good one. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> and now, now you guys just have, you have each other, and then your little brother, Uncle Danny. Mm-hmm. Right? Because mm-hmm. Uncle Joe's gone, and both of your parents are gone. Mm-hmm. What's that like? As your, uh, like, how, how is it different, your relationship with Uncle Danny versus Uncle Joe? Big brother versus little brother. I don't know. We're clo- we've always been closer to Dan. Little but brother. I think that was because we were more of a mother figure to him because mm-hmm. of our growing up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So right. we had to take care of him. Right. Because of the situations and stuff. And sure. So Joe was just always, like when he was 16, he moved away to Texas for a little while. and Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. And, uh, you know, <clears throat> so we didn't see him. We just weren't. Later on, Teresa got close I was going to say, Joe. I feel like, Mom, I feel like yeah. you talked to Uncle Joe a lot. did. But that was because she worked with him daily. And, yeah, that's you know, true. The big difference. But I, me and him had difficulties as far as, he told me I couldn't take constructive criticism. So it's just like, you know, well, okay. Mm-hmm. Coming from your big brother, I feel like that would be hard if Eric ever told me that. I'd mm-hmm. be like, well, neither can you. So. Man, my, my brothers have told me terrible things. Mm-hmm. Like they can be too. Oh, they're mean, right? Yes. Sometimes brothers are mean. They're great now, but they said when they were when we were younger, they're mm-hmm. mean. Yeah. Hmm. And that, what is the age difference? Joe is thirteen months older than us. We think that's wow. when we all started drinking. And, then, <laughs> and we can't blame And Dan's uh, almost six years younger than us. Oh, okay, that's, that's a big difference. That's a big yeah. difference. Okay. Yeah, so. Well, that makes sense. Who was born first? Me. You. Tracy. By ten minutes. Nice. And I always say that um, I landed on my feet and she landed on her head. That's why she's so stupid. Because I was, I was. And British. Tracy's the nice one from her friends, huh? <laughs> All See, right. I told you. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> I read a story at the beginning of the year that there were a set of twins that were born on two different days. Like one mm. was born in two different years mm-hmm. because it was like on New Year's Eve and New Year's Day. Mm-hmm. Do you think that would have been better as twins to be have different birthdays? No, you'd still have to share the birthday. Parents <laughs> aren't going to pay for two different birthdays. I mean, yeah, our kids are apart. a week apart. <laughs> well, they still have separate birthdays, they do have but separate then we have joint parties sometimes too. One thing them, I've so. always thought about is um, whenever people are pregnant with twins, yeah, whether it be boy girl, mm-hmm. both boys, both girls, I always want same sex. Yeah, and. I have no idea why, unless it's just because Trace and I are, but, um, you know, you have a boy and a girl, you can't have identical. I was going to mm-hmm. say, I feel like fraternal is different in a sense, mm-hmm. especially if it's a male and a female. Mm-hmm. I mean, just because there's only so much that you can, you can share everything up to a certain point mm-hmm. in life, right? Yeah, and sure. then, And then everything changes. And so while you still have that kinship of sharing the womb and sharing all these childhood experiences... You know, 
like at some point that stops just because of biology and mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> uh, your life experiences will change, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. So I could see that for sure. Hmm. See, that's whenever we talk about our kids, I always thought of you all as mine too. Mm-hmm. And um, did we ever tell you about me coming and picking up, I think it was, I think it was my youngest from, from Susan, the babysitter. No. And uh, I was, she was sick, so mm-hmm. I was going to take Leanne to the doctor, so I was just going to take her and Heather I didn't both. even know that Heather and Leanne went to Susan's with us. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. That's crazy. I, yeah, d- I literally don't know that. Yeah, and uh, but I said, mm-hmm. when I walked in, you started getting your coat, and you were, uh, I said, honey, you, you can't go with me. I'm taking, mm-hmm. I'm taking Leanne to the doctor, and she goes, uh-huh, mama, you did. Oh. And I said, no, honey, I'm, I'm not Mama, I'm, I'm, I'm Aunt Tracy. And you said, no, Mama. And I said, Eric, tell her that I'm Aunt Tracy. Elisha, that's Aunt Tracy, that's not Mom. <laughs> and so I had to leave you crying. Oh, that was, well, that was me now. Broke a heart. Broke a heart. Yeah. Broke a heart. That was weird. Yes, it was very weird. I'm the mean one, remember? <laughs> I, I remember, I think the cool part for identical twins, probably any twins, and their kids is that I do think that fraternal, identical, whatever, that relationship still stays close. I mean, I'm sure that there are twins that have horrible experiences and Mm -hmm. just like any other siblings drift apart. But I think for you guys, I feel like we were constantly with Heather and Mm Leanne. Except they wouldn't stay the night with us. So Well, that's because they're chickens. But Well, they were scared of my dad. And that's the deal. Me They'll too. go outside at night anytime, <laughs> but they wouldn't go to Uncle Rip's. Right. So yeah. it's just wait well, They tried, but yes. then you always had to drive from Lincoln did, to Farmington yes. or whatever and yep. come and get them. Mm-hmm. So, but I remember being at your house a lot, mm-hmm. you know, and yeah. constantly being with them. Yeah. So it did feel like we were siblings growing up. I think that that's pretty cool. That's a, that's an experience that not a lot of cousins get. Because even though. You have a big family, Tiffany. Yeah. And our kids have tons of cousins on yeah. both sides. Yeah. It's still, it's not like me and Eric and Heather and Leanne. And Gunnar's so much younger. He, mm-hmm. he just came later, you know. But I feel like. They didn't like him, so they didn't include him. Yeah, we loved him. Yeah. <laughs> but I feel like the four of us were just, we were very, very close growing mm-hmm. up. Yeah. Growing up, And yeah. uh, that was really cool. And I don't, I don't think that a lot of cousins get that. I was not super close with, with my cousins, but there was a huge age gap. I was the gunner of our family. I, there was a huge age gap between me and any of them. So. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I think that's so cool. Yeah. I think it's so cool that you guys are twin sisters. I know you didn't have anything say in it. Like, you didn't, you didn't get to choose it, but... It's we like cool that you guys that. come as a, you know, as a package, a package. Deal. Yes, that's, yeah. that's definite. We love that when, like, when I'm like, Mom, you need to come, you and Aunt Tracy need to come stay the night. Mm-hmm. And Tiffany calls you guys my parents. Too. <laughs> I, I like do. Your parents I said, your parents coming? coming? I'm like, yeah, <laughs> my mom and my aunt are coming. Like, like yeah, same thing. <laughs> but, but you guys are my parents, you know? And, yeah. and so I just, I love that. I think it's something, I mean, it's really special. It's really special as, as when your mom is a twin, you know, it's something that I talk about a lot. Like, yeah, all the time. I'm like, yeah, my mom's a twin. And sometimes I'll pull up pictures of you guys, and because I just think it's cool, like mm-hmm. you know. So yes. thanks for being so cool. Oh, you're um, welcome. Yes, it comes easy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thank you guys. Thanks for being on the show. You're uh-huh. welcome. <laughs>
Well, I thoroughly enjoyed that interview. They are so funny. <laughs> I know my mom was coughing a lot. She's kind of going through the ringer with that. So good vibes and prayers to her. <laughs> yeah. But they, their relationship is so special. And it, it created a cool space for us growing up. Yeah, and I was surprised to hear in the interview that they didn't like each other. I was too. Young. I honestly hadn't heard that part ever. I think so that's that was, so interesting. That and also, I, I wish that I had known about the the dynamic that, that adult siblings have, um, even coming out of a, a maybe strained relationship as, as children. Because... My brothers and I are very close now, but like I was saying earlier, we, um, they hated me. They really, they really didn't like me. And I can remember being, um, young on our way to like grade school and, um, I was annoying. You know, I would sing at the top of my lungs <laughs> completely in my own world. Like I had not a care in the world and, um, unaware that other people existed and I can just remember Travis one day leaned over to me and said Tiffany if you cannot sing the whole way to school which was really only about 20 minutes but <laughs> but felt like a lifetime um I will give you everything that I have in my wallet now we were pretty poor but um <laughs> But I'm sure he had something in there, you know, maybe five bucks or whatever. And I was like, okay, I'm going to do it. I didn't make it three minutes before I was singing a song. And he, and he was like, mom. And she was like, Travis, she just can't help it. <laughs> so, so I just, I just annoyed them all the time, usually on accident. But there were a few times that we would, um, like, actually play together. So yeah. Carl had all of these legos like tons and tons and tons of legos and um we would build like forts out of these legos like little uh houses or whatever castles i think really is what they were and we'd sit on opposite corners of carl's bedroom and then no joke we would throw marbles at them we call it playing war and whoever's uh, Lego house was left standing one. But the number of times we got pegged by, like, giant masher um, marbles were, were a lot. I had a lot of bruises. <laughs> Didn't you guys, like, eventually sing together, too, though? We did, yeah. Um, not because Travis wanted to. Sure. But um, we did. We were in a performing group together, the one that Alicia and I met in. And... Um, and I sang, I sang lots of songs with, with both of my brothers. <clears throat> um, you know, they, they, we all just did it to humor mom. Like, <laughs> I don't know that any of us were like, man, let's sing together. Carl's senior year, um, we sang a song together because Carl wanted to. But That's sweet. Yeah. But uh, other than that, pretty much any time mom said that we needed to, then we would. But Yeah. But not really because we wanted to. Gotcha. But we're, our personalities are so different. So mom likes to explain to us um, about raising siblings uh, in the same household and having them be so incredibly different. Mm -hmm. So she tells the story like this. If she told Carl, Carl, if you go into the middle of the street 
I'm going to spank you. He would promptly walk into the middle of the street and say, are you going to spank me now? That was him in a nutshell. Which, uh, knowing you guys now, is that funny? Life, it's, yeah, it's weird to me. Yeah. Like, I'm like, I cannot imagine yeah. that. And she says, if I told Tiffany, Tiffany, if you go into the middle of the street, I'm going to spank you. I would turn right around and walk completely away from the street. Out of sight, out of mind. That doesn't surprise me. Not getting anywhere close to it. Heard the street was off limits. That's fine. <laughs> Following directions to a T. She goes, but Travis. Travis was a tricky one. If I told Travis, Travis, if you go into the middle of the street, I'm going to spank you. He'd step one foot into the street. He'd be like, is this the middle of the street? And then he'd get like a little closer. Yeah, that doesn't surprise like, me either. Is That's this the middle? Either. Like, how far? What if I go past the middle of the street? Would you spank me then? Because I'm not technically in the middle of the street. Yeah, that's him now. So <laughs> he's exactly the same. Yeah. But uh, but we love him for it. Yeah. So I don't know. That was just the dynamic that, that we had as children. Thankfully, not the same dynamic as we have now. But but their, um, their relationship that the relationship that we had was so instrumental, I think, in in a lot of things in life. Like I I remember Travis, um he got married young Carl got married young too, but Travis got married young and lived next door to us. And I um I got along really well with his wife at the time. Um I get along with his Not wife. Not his now. wife now. <laughs> his wife and I are like best friends now. <laughs> so but um his wife at the time, different person. But um I remember, like, it'd be, like, Friday night, and I'd go over, and we'd watch movies, and I was in high school, and he was out of high school, and we were actually friends, and it was just, um, he'd, like, he'd invite me to come and hang out with, with his friends, and, and it was, like, a shift in our dynamic, and I, um, and I'm just so thankful, because even now, we'll, we'll go over there on Friday night and hang out, and Mm -hmm. just... Alicia and and Travis and and his wife Autumn and I and and we'll just talk and laugh and and joke around and and they're they're good friends of ours and mm-hmm. and and the relationship that I have with Carl is is also you know wonderful. We could ask. I mean, if we ever need anything and and we like say we needed one person to really show up for us, if it, it would be was, Carl. If it wasn't sure. your mom, oh and yeah, Mike. Sure. It would be Carl. I oh, like. yeah, absolutely. But Carl, I need you to come and look at my dryer <clears throat> twice. Twice now. And uh, he was like, yeah, sure. I'll be right up. Okay, yeah, no problem. He'll fix it. He'll come and take care of everything yep. that we need. And, um, you know, I pride myself in, in being a pretty um, hands-on, fix-it kind of person. But um, but for the things I can't do, <laughs> <laughs> we have Carl. So, yeah. Yeah. What about you? Um, uh, well, I think that, you know, Travis and I get along really well because we're both middle children. Right. Um, and middle child syndrome is absolutely <laughs> a, a real thing, right? Um, I think that it's funny I describe me and my brothers differently than my mom would, maybe. I don't know. I think I think it's because I always say Gunner's her favorite, and she refuses to admit that. <laughs> um, but we all know. I was gonna say, even yeah. I know. Um, you know, Eric was, was, still is. He he was the golden child. You know, he set the rushing record in football for Prairie Grove. He, uh, he wasn't great at school, but he was quiet. The teachers liked him. 
Um, and so, you know, getting into high school, junior high and high school, I was, are you Eric Clement's little sister for a while until I kind of, you know, made my own name in sports or whatever. Because in Prairie Grove, that's mm -hmm. what you did. You know, if you didn't play sports, then what were you doing type of thing? That's why I didn't go to Prairie Grove. <laughs> um, yeah, it's a small, <laughs> small town, right? But, um... So then there was me, and like I said, I was um, the youngest, you know, for almost nine years, and that was great. I just remember being close with Eric, and because he was only, you know, three years older, any of his friends felt like brothers for the longest time. Yeah, I could see that. Um, and then along came Gunner, and it was like, you know... It was just me and him for a while at home. Did he feel like your baby doll? Because he was so much younger? No, because like, he was huge. You? No, he was always bigger <laughs> than a baby doll. Like, now, the story goes, my mom had Gunner, and my dad said, Therese, you just had a bull calf. You know, like, he was just big. Um, and so, he came along, and at first, it was like, like I said, it was just me and him, because mm -hmm. both my parents worked, had to, and Eric was super involved in sports, you know, talking like, he was getting into high school. I was still in junior high, and there was mm -hmm. Gunner in elementary school or younger, whatever. And it was just me and him at the house, you know? Mm -hmm. And I would spank him, like, because he was in trouble, because he was being a turd like, or whatever. In looking back on that, do you think, why did I think that I could do that? Do you think No, that? I don't think that. I, I know why I thought I could do that. Like, I just always thought, oh, I'm so mature, I'm... I know so much better than him. You it's know? like it's like Phoenix spanking Axel though. That's the same age right. gap. Yeah, and now like looking at it as an adult, sure, <laughs> but no, I, I don't. It doesn't like surprise me that I thought that way. <laughs> Just like I don't think it would surprise me if Phoenix thought that way. She yeah, probably no. definitely feels like she knows better. She thinks she knows better than me. So <laughs> you know, <That's> <laughs> anyway. But then it, there came to a point where he was so big that when I tried to bust him or whatever, he would lay flat on the ground and tense every muscle up. And I could, I could roll him over and I would just start laughing. Um, and it was probably from that point on that, that me and him were just kind of buddies, you know? Mm -hmm. Me and Eric, we were always outside growing up. Dad was coaching us mm -hmm. on sports. So, you know that relationship was it was super close but it it was also kind of competitive in my mind mm -hmm. not in eric's eric was always superior eric you know what i mean he didn't care that i like he was annoyed probably that i was out there but for me i always wanted to show that like i could do everything that he was doing of course and i could do it just as as well of course you know that does not surprise me at all yeah and so that was kind of the dynamic there as we've gotten older it's it's different than you yeah, yeah. I, f I feel like growing up, I was really close to my brothers, um, especially Gunner. And now it's just, well, I, I live an hour or more away from my family now. Mm -hmm. from, well, from my parents and my brothers. Um, just because of where we had to land, you know. Yeah. We have joint custody with the big girls, so we had to be close and, you know your family's a huge support gonna, system and so I say this is where I'm from so yeah so it was just different and yeah. so I never thought that I would move away from my parents but uh, and I say move away it's like we're still all in northwest Arkansas but uh, very far away yeah but you know an hour's a long drive it's not like I we can just pick up and go over there for lunch or whatever right um and so me and my brothers are kind of 
we'll still text every once in a while, you know, we catch up at family get-togethers, but, like, there's not a lot of closeness there. Um, now, Eric has two kids, mm-hmm. and those kids got me through a lot <laughs> when I was going through some difficult times, um, but, you know, it's just, it's hard right now. Like, they're super busy with those kids. Uh, they're Phoenix's age, so they're both into sports now, and... Mm-hmm. They're busy all the time, and so we just catch up here and there. And um, Gunner kind of went buck wild for a while and, you know, made some decisions that weren't the best. And I think he got annoyed that I tried to mother him through those. Oh, sure. You know? Yeah. Um, but it's hard when... I mean, for a while we lived together. Yeah. Me and Gunner, you know? And so... In, in that duplex, in mm-hmm. the two-bedroom duplex, and him and his girlfriend and the fiancé at the time, and all this kind of stuff. And so, we were close, but now he, um, yeah, I think he definitely got annoyed that I was trying to be like, Gunner, you gotta, you gotta get a stable job. Gunner, you gotta do this. Gunner, you gotta do that, you know? Yeah. And so, that, that definitely put a riff there. But now he has an amazing fiancé. They have a son who's the squishiest <laughs> boy, moose P-H-B-H-E. boy ever. Um, and so, you know, we're all still close, but it's not like you and your brothers, you know? Yeah. I know I could count on my brothers. Sure, yeah. But it's not, it's not as close as it used to be, which is, it's sad, but that's where it is, you know? It's interesting, the, all the different types of relationships, even as a sister, so like, you have a different type of relationship with your brothers being the middle, and I'm the the youngest, but also a blended middle I don't know you know and then your mom and aunt are twins and and our girls are are all sisters and um we did an interview with my mom who is technically an only child however for the first portion first first year 10 years of her life she um was a foster sister so um so enjoy this uh interview that we did with my mom and um, the dynamics of being a foster sister. All right, and let's welcome my mom to the show, uh, Valerie. She's going to be here talking about um, being a foster sister, a little different than um, maybe having a, a sister all the time, but instead a bunch of different siblings in and out. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. Hey, everyone. So I always tell... <laughs> people that I meet that I'm an only child that had 23 siblings in my <laughs> lifetime <laughs> and all of those kids there were between the ages of when I was three until I was eight so um three and, three and ten three and ten really okay. um and it was it was different I don't know when my when I was um three my my mom and dad started taking in children that um were going to be put up for adoption. And at that time, um, mothers had to have their children go for three days somewhere so they can make a solid decision before they decided to put their children up for adoption. Oh, and we wow. had, we'd have a new baby every three days, and we'd have more than one baby at a time. Wow. I had no idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was really interesting. So for the longest part, like, uh, 
what was the longest duration of somebody's stay at your house? You know, so because I was a kid, my time frame may be a little bit off. But Is that I right? Think... Nobody's here to contradict <laughs> <laughs> I think it was um, eight, maybe four years. Wow. Okay, that's mm-hmm. a long time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's maybe long one, time. five years. Wow. Yeah, okay. so they started with the babies, and we had them a lot. And then they had the request to have some older kids Mm -hmm. and it's hard to do older kids so they ended up getting siblings so you might have a four-year-old and a baby Mm -hmm. that's kind of how it started um and we had a few that were there for a couple years and then we ended up with this group of kids it was two boys and a girl and we were in kindergarten together Mm -hmm. and they left our home when i was eight okay okay um and then we had another boy, though, that started the year before I was getting kindergarten until I was 10. So that was, was probably mm-hmm. the longest. And what was your relationship with, uh, like with these, um, these foster siblings? You know, I, they were just my brother and my sister. It didn't feel any different. I mean, like, I think I always knew that I was the biological kid, mm-hmm. but I wasn't treated any different than anybody else. <laughs> like, we were all treated the same. Yeah. So the, this one, when I was talking about this group of kids, this girl, it was so funny because she was born on the exact same day I was born. Oh, wow. Exact same day. That's crazy. Same year. Wow. And my mom dressed us like twins. That's crazy. Of course she did. She did. <laughs> she made us outfits because that's what you did then is you sewed your clothes and um, she made us outfits, and we were just sisters. Um, we had a lot more boys than girls, for sure. Yeah. We had a lot of boys. Mm-hmm. But see, you yeah. tell you tell it like, like most of your childhood, you had to kind of grow up super fast. I did. Do you think that that contributed to that at all? Like having foster so. siblings. So, so when I was ten, my my parents got divorced, and at that point in time, we stopped having foster kids, and that. Gotcha. Then there was just Larry and David and I. So there were just three of us, and I was right in the middle. Mm -hmm. Um, But before the divorce, I didn't grow up fast. It was very typical childhood. If you can have six kids in the household at any given time, and that'd be Mm -hmm. typical. How they survived financially, I don't know. My dad worked every day. My mom stayed home. Um, They certainly got a small check for having foster kids, but it wasn't enough to cover food and clothing. Right. Um, so I never know, like I think about it now and how they could make it And this work. was in California? This was in California. Right. So we had, I'd grown up in Orange County, California. And then when I was in the first grade, middle of the, my first grade year, we ended up moving out to Corona mm-hmm. um, area, which was about an hour away. Um, and, and we were out there until my parents divorced. So, and what was it like? I mean, constantly saying goodbye to your siblings. Yeah. Like, that must be hard. Um, so, I can't, you know, I think about the ones, I, I remember their names. Mm-hmm. The babies, it wasn't hard. They no, were changing yeah, yeah. so often. Sure. Yeah. Then we ended up having these two toddlers, and one's name was Tyrone, and the other one's name, I can't remember the other little guy's name, but they were both about the same age in diapers and crawling. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and Tyrone was huge. He was this little black baby that yeah. we had. He was adorable. And he would like push the couch back for my mom after she vacuumed. <laughs> I remember him. And I don't know, okay. I don't remember crying when he left. But this other little boy had this brother who would make up all the stories and the lies. Mm about everything they lived in new york and they had a flying dragon and i mean all these oh, things wow. and sure and that's how he would cope with the stress in his life oh. because we got kids that had as they kept getting older really really stressful lives sure. and they would come to our household and i think i always knew it's just our job to love them and take care of them and that's kind of i think my parents set that tone and any other kids that might be there when we got a new one, that was just the expectation. That's what we did. I don't have memories of us fighting a lot. Yeah. I don't have memories of feeling like there was this unfairness anywhere yeah. or any one person got something more than. Um, when that little boy and, and his little brother left, I think I can kind of remember that one and it being a little sad. Um, but they were going back to their mom. So then that, being a little kid, I'm like five, and I'm like, okay, going with their mom, I'm okay with that. But um, as the, we got older, the three siblings, it was two boys and the girl, and me, and then Larry and David, and so we were the six, and we were there Mm -hmm. the longest together, so those ones were really hard. My parents had decided they would adopt the three of them, Mm -hmm. the three siblings, Mm -hmm. because they were natural siblings, Um, and we had had them for so long, they were in a family of a lot of kids mm-hmm. um, it was very neglectful um, I don't know if there were any other abuses I just don't know because I was a kid but I do yeah. know that it wasn't um, a lot of supervision in their homes mm-hmm. and it was hard for them and my parents went to court for them and the judge gave them back to their mom one more time and a few months later they were out on the streets again mm-hmm. um, but my parents had said they couldn't come back because it was so emotional it was so really hard, hard on my mom yeah. that was hard on me because she was my sister um, it was hard on them sure. even though they loved like how hard would it be for them they loved mm-hmm. us but they loved their right. their yeah. biological yeah. siblings yeah. Yeah. And, parents. Yeah. Right. and their biological siblings came to our house my oh, parents wow. welcomed them to the house and had some events with them. Right. So, I don't know. These these three, the oldest one passed away, and the other two I'm friends with on Facebook. Oh, okay. And they reach out and say how important my parents were for their upbringing and how, I mean, the other boy says that my dad was really his dad, and that's what oh. he measures his um, responsibility for his son yeah. is based on what my dad did for him. So I think that did everything my parents wanted it to do for people. Yeah. It's amazing that in that short amount of time, your parents made that big of an impact. You said it was four years? No, so from three until I was ten. Oh, okay, that's how long But for these kids... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. For these kids, it was like four or five years. Right, Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So in that short amount of time, that's really amazing. Yeah, but I think it's really interesting that... um, I don't remember my parents fighting during that. I know, I hear I say they got divorced, and they did. But I don't remember (laughs) them fighting when I was younger Mm -hmm. or not being happy. Now, that's like a whole other topic about my mom and how hard it was in the late 60s, early 70s, raising Mm -hmm. kids and being a woman and being a little bit empowered, right? Like, there's lots of things that happened during that time. But um, she wasn't happy. But she tried hard with all of his kids, and we wouldn't have known any difference. Mm-hmm. So we, um, we school was really important, and mm-hmm. education was really important. I can remember coming home from school and having 
spelling bees because we were all about the same age. Uh -huh. We were like plus or minus a couple years in school. So mm -hmm. we were all very close in age. Um, and she would tape all the spelling list up on the wall and, <laughs> and she'd quiz us as she was sewing our clothes and and um, she'd line out all of our lunch boxes and pack our lunches. It, and It just sounds very um, like Partridge family. It kind of was. I'm not lying. <laughs> I'm not lying. So my dad was a character anyways, but um, we, my dad, my mom would make us matching clothes and we would carol from house to house with my dad playing an accordion. Like, I mean, oh it's gosh, very, I, yeah, 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 it's very funny. I remember one year he somehow got us all brand new bikes. And I look back at it. I'm like, how wow. in the world did he manage to do that? And the story goes that they went to junkyards and they bought like bike bodies oh, and then yeah. tires and pieces. And they spent months putting them together. Wow, and that's when crazy. we were in bed asleep mm. so we could get this. Mm -hmm. That's that's incredible. That's amazing. But they were... They were um, both my parents, I think it was really important for them to give back, mm -hmm. but it wasn't like preach to us, give back. I think it just happened. Yeah. Well, I was thinking when you said that, you know, you felt like it was kind of your, your duty, even at five. So knowing that they were going to go be, you know, reconnected with their family and not, not feeling sad, but instead feeling like kind of empowered to, to help. I just think, you know, you say you didn't grow up so super fast then at that time but i'm remembering a time when maddox brought a caterpillar in and named it chocolate chip and then felt sad that it turned into a butterfly and had to release it so yeah. uh, and she was five so i can't picture <laughs> yeah having this sure. sibling attachment sure. and being like i understand and that's good like that's so big of you because so it's funny because my dad had an aunt mm -hmm. and she had three children and then adopted five children all different ethnicities mm -hmm. wow. and then opened her home up to foster special needs kids wow and so she had like oh five other special needs kids there and we would go over there and here i'm hanging out with my other cousins but we'd go into this dated nursery because mm -hmm. they i'm talking blind non-ambulatory like who had had awful physical abuse done to them to mm. get where they were um and we would go in and we would play with them and, and we moved on. And this is kind of what led my parents to say, mm -hmm. yeah, we could do that. Now, my parents couldn't have any more kids after me. Mm -hmm. So my mom had been pregnant once and had a miscarriage and then delivered and that child didn't survive. Mm -hmm. And so that was really hard. And I sure. think that this was just another option of something they could do. Yeah. But, yeah, I don't know. And so I think it was just always said to us, they don't stay with us forever. But mm -hmm. I can... Remember a time we had these two boys that came to the house, and it was probably their first or I, in my memory, it's like their second night there. Sure, night there. sure. And we're having breakfast for dinner because that was always the best. And we're having pancakes with syrup and and these boys. First of all, they didn't know what silverware was, so they were like trying to syrupy. Well, and then you know my dad, he was some. I guess he was strict, right? Like, I never felt that because you could just look at me and I just wouldn't do anything, yeah. right? Like, I was a very right. blind child. And he told them that they needed to use these and they really didn't know how, but they were slurping the syrup, like, out of their mm -hmm. plate. And this just makes me, my heart hurt a little mm -hmm. bit, but he walks behind them and he puts their faces, like, touches oh. it so they get syrup on their face. And I, the reaction I had, I can just remember it going, oh, like, why would you do that, right? And they put them in the bathtub and they clean them up and they tell them, look, this is the challenge. You're going to learn to eat at the table with silverware 
And once you get it mastered, we're going out to dinner. Now that's with six kids. That's very expensive. Very, very expensive, going to right? With two kids is so expensive. So yeah. I can't. I, I know that kids were spanked at times, but I can't really remember. I do remember like go to your room. I do remember something taken away. We had this other little boy um, that came to us. And he would go at night and steal everybody's sweet treats from their mm-hmm. lunchbox. Because we, how they, again, how they managed, I don't know, but we always had a sweet treat in a lunchbox. And when my mom went to go make their bed, the wrappers were all underneath his oh, pillow. Yeah. So now we're smarter, right? So we know that that's a compulsion, right? Mm-hmm. There's a need behind that. And they had conversations with them and tried and tried. And then how they managed and navigated that um, was probably a little bit tricky, but I don't remember lots of tears in my household or yelling or yeah. lots of people being in trouble all the time. We did have expectations set, mm-hmm. um, but it was it was pretty good. Yeah. What's the best thing that you can remember about being a foster sibling? Like, give us one more story to finish us out. Uh, one more story to finish us out. Sorry, I put you, you know on what? the spot. I know. I'm like, what am I thinking about? I remember Easter egg hunts with a whole bunch of kids. <laughs> I remember big Christmases. That was yeah. a big thing mm-hmm. with stockings, right? And you had presents. And we might have only had two or three presents, but when you have six kids, it looks like a ton, sure. right? Yeah. Do you think that that contributed? Because I don't know that we've had a, an episode about um, Christmas and, and that tradition, mm-hmm. but maybe we will. But I just remember being a kid, like... And growing up and, and waking up on Christmas morning and, and feeling like there was like this explosion of toys. Now, we also didn't have a ton of money growing up. Mm-hmm. And some of those those presents that I'm talking about were socks that were wrapped up. And, right. you know, because we yes, needed those or underwear those. or whatever. But, but I just remember this like feeling on Christmas morning. Do you think that um, having foster siblings contributed to your desire to have like... Uh, that feeling for us I think it was my parents yeah right so if I think about how I said before that they were really kind and wanted to give back Mm -hmm. and they did that they didn't preach that to us right it was just what they did Mm -hmm. and so when I think about them being older Mm -hmm. and my dad adopted a family in Vietnam and paid for years and sent them money and those girls got to go to college right or um, my mom's last job was as a parent educator, giving back to these new parents mm-hmm. that had babies. So it was kind of in their nature. And I think that just got cascaded down to probably all of us because yeah. we just saw it all the time. They volunteered in Boy Scouts and Girl Scouts. My dad coached the flag football team. My mom and I made, and the girls, we made pom-poms out of crepe paper so we could cheer with them because there was no formal cheerleading sure. or anything, mm-hmm. right? So it was just, we did things together and... And that was just how it was. My dad was a character and he kind of liked attention, probably the opposite of me when I was a kid, but you just kind of go with it and you're with the group and that's what you do. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. Thank you so much for being on the show and sharing all those memories with you. My mother-in-law, everybody. She's amazing. (laughs) She's pretty awesome. (laughs) Thanks, Thanks, Bye. Bye. I love so much that, that Valerie has that perspective and that her parents, you know, they just exuded kindness, mm-hmm. and that that obviously has continued through through Valerie and to you and your brothers and and everything. And the fact that she was an only child but didn't necessarily feel like an only yeah, child. Yeah, I love that. That's I love really that. Cool. Yeah. Um. 
I love some of those stories. I, I wish I had, like, you know, great stories like that. I mean, I do. I had experiences like that with, with my brothers. Um, but the ones that, like, stick out are, um, you know, one time I really wanted to... I talked about being competitive with Eric. Mm-hmm. And in my sixth grade year, I really wanted to join football. Yeah, how'd that go? Oh, my dad was like, absolutely not. That sounds right. But I really, really wanted to. And would have been amazing, by the way. Oh, no doubt, baby. But, um, you know, I told Eric, and he he had three of his friends over. They were the Cooper boys, anyway. And um, (laughs) they were like, yeah, Eric was like, you think you can handle it? And I was like, absolutely. And he was like, here, let's do this drill. And so we went into his room and he had me th- hold, just in front of me, two pillows, like thin pillows, cheap, thin pillows. And him and his friends, who were very large, took turns form-tackling me, like, onto, <laughs> like, hard, <coughs> expecting me to give up. I definitely didn't. But I was hurting bad, like, probably cried afterward mm. with them, you know. And then I remember walking at the park with Gunner when he was still much smaller than me. And we were, I don't know, goofing off. And he said something. I shoved him down into the grass. And, like, just joking. We're both laughing. And mm-hmm. this older gentleman was walking by. And he was like, yeah, you better do that now. Because one day he'll be bigger than you. you know? <laughs> and now Gunner does. He, like, towers over me. I mean, he's huge. He's a big dude. So, anyway. I just think the relationships are so interesting how different they are. But... Like, I would never want to be an only child. No, I'm me sh- neither. Yeah, I'm sure. I would hate it. Like, I, I love the fact that I had brothers growing up and, and that I, I mean, Gunner, I still call my baby brother, even though he's bigger than me, you know? It's and not. I still massively look up to Eric and I just think he's such a good, kind-hearted guy. Yeah. Like, out of the three of us, I'm like, Eric's the best. You know? Sorry, Gunner. I mean, I love Gunner too, but Eric is just, he's just just kind, you know what I mean? And he, like, he, he has a soft heart and I love that about him. And, and Gunner's hilarious. Like he makes me laugh so much and I just can't imagine being without him. They are parts of my heart, you know, walking around. You know what's so interesting about being a sister to brothers? What? (coughs) They'll never tell you any of this. No. We dote on them all the time. Yeah. Not one time. I think one time my brother might have accidentally told me he loved me. Oh, me and my brother say we love each other. Carl, We've always done that. Carl told me that he loves me, but Travis, he's a tough egg to crack. That yeah, he's an a-hole. Not really. I love him. <laughs> we, have, we have a good relationship. but They are best friends. <laughs> They'll never so. listen to this, so it's fine. <laughs> no, I think that's very true. I mean... Like I said, my, me and my brothers tell each other we love each other. And, like, growing up, we would get so irritated if you didn't say it back. Like, oh, yeah? Like, I said I love you. You know what I mean? Like, it really offended. You say that to me now. I know. I say it to Yeah. But I... So, I don't think that's... But they would never tell me anything about being close to me or feeling close mm. to me or... You know what I mean? Like, Travis got me a placard once. Like, a glass. What? It's like a... It was like a, a glass... Um, I don't know, like a like a trophy almost. It wasn't a trophy, but it had etched into it um, nice things about about being a sister. Like it was. Wow. I know, and I had almost forgotten about it, and here it came out. No, I got nothing like that. I don't remember uh, 
what I did to deserve that. I feel like I might have graduated high school, but... When I graduated, Eric did write me a very, very nice letter. I think it's around here somewhere. I've seen it. My le- Yeah, I think I, I think so. It, so. Yeah, it meant a lot to me. It was very sweet. It's like the only time he ever said anything. But yeah, my brothers would never talk about being close. Mm-hmm. Or, or, you know, talk nicely. I don't think no, but they'd me. all hide a body for us, so... Yeah, that's true. I, I love being a sister to brothers. I think... The dynamic between a sister and their older brother and a sister and their younger brother is funny, cause, like, is is cool. I mean, like I said, I looked up to Eric, wanted to be like Eric. I thought he was the coolest, still do. And with Gunner, I just felt very nurturing. Like, I just wanted to take care of him, you know? Anytime he got hurt in sports, my dad would get so mad because I would get up and, like, act like I was, you know what I mean? He was mm-hmm. like, sit down, <laughs> you know? Like, but I just wanted to take care of him and, and always tried to mother him and, anyway... So I think it's interesting. That's so sweet. I wouldn't trade it for the world. Speaking of uh, people getting hurt in sports, that kind of like ties into our um, parenting wins and fails for the week. I guess if you, yeah, yeah, if your win, is a fail. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Um, my win. You want me to do that first? Oh yeah. yeah oh, well, okay. That ready. makes sense. Sorry, it went right over my head. Um, <laughs> so yeah, like we said last week, the girls started new classes, um, and in taekwondo. Like, Maddox was very excited, very ready for class, um, but she did end up hurting herself. Um, she had kicked a part of, like, a standing, almost punch bag, but not really. But anyway, um, she had kicked the, the base, bo- the like base, the base of it, and it was plastic, um, and so it really hurt her foot. And I had gotten my PET scan uh, earlier that day, and so I was trying to, like, keep a distance from all the kids. Um, you know, just, just being overly cautious. And anyway, she came out and she was like in a good mood, but then she said, did you see me kick the the black part of that thing? And we were all like, yeah. And she was like, yeah, that hurt. And Tiffany's like, well, did it hurt or did it scare you? And she's like, nope, it hurt. And her, her eyes started welling up with tears and she hates when people see her cry. And anyway, so she started really, really crying and feeling like, yeah, that really hurt. And um, Tiffany was down on her level hugging her and talking to her and Maddox just looked up at me and I said, hey, okay, now you know. You know, you won't do that again. And mm-hmm. it's, it's okay. But then we were leaving because the girl, it was the girl's week with their dad and Maddox came over and grabbed my hands. She really wanted to hug me. And Phoenix, being the dramatic preteen she is, was like, no, mama's poisonous! And like, drug her away. And it scared her. And I think it scared her, but also she... Maddox, first of all, she thrives on words of affirmation. Oh, yeah. And and I think in that moment she really needed her mama to tell her that it's okay and that, that I was still proud of her and that she's tough and she, you know what I mean? And, yeah, and you and you did all those things and yeah. it seemed to ease her heart a yeah, little bit. Yeah, she wanted a big hug. Yeah. And then she wanted to come home with us and that was a little bit. <laughs> but I did tell her, I said, <laughs> I will give you a big hug tomorrow because we were getting them, you know, from school on Friday. She got in the car and the first thing she said to me was, when we get home, I'm getting a big hug. <laughs> like, that so has, like she needed she just that, loves you know? so much, yeah. She needed you. So that was my win. Yeah. Um, I... Oh, you know what I did this week? I um, I planned a play date with one of Phoenix's school friends. Mm-hmm. And I uh, used to do that a lot when they were little, but now that they're big and in school all the time, I don't really think to do that. But this weekend, we didn't have anything going on on Sunday, and her little friend from school actually doesn't live very far away from us. 
and I uh, had reached out to her mom and just asked if she wanted to come over, and, and she did, and Phoenix had the best time. So I felt so very accomplished. Yeah. It was good. Um, yeah, but um, I was trying to think of a, of, of a fail that I did this week, and I you know... I don't think you had any. Maybe for the first time ever. Oh, stop. No, I, I'm sure that there was one. It was just... There's, there's so many to choose from. I didn't have one either. Well... We did go to lunch with my mom, and you left the baby in the car. I, listen, listen, <laughs> I think the day before she had spent all day with Aunt Rachel, and so Maybe. I didn't really have to do anything. Like, Aunt Rachel takes care of the baby. I feel like you were just very excited to go to lunch with my mom. So you Maybe. got out of the, she got out of the car, and she was waiting for me to get out. And Tiffany looked at me weird, and I was like, what? And she was like, well, we have a whole baby. And I was like, There's right. a whole child in the car. Right, right, right. So and she went back and got her. Yeah, it was very it, funny. So. I, I didn't forget her, though. She was never in any danger. I was still in the car the whole time. <laughs> so, <laughs> like, hmm. but, um, well, we had some um, people write in and tell us what they asked their mom. We did. This week. And so um, uh, a veteran listener of ours reached out. Her name's uh, Katie. Shout out to Katie. She will boop, boop. definitely be listening because <laughs> she listens and then writes in as she listens. We love which it. I love. We love it. Um, she she said she asked her mom this week about um, understanding her eye insurance. And, man, if we have not all been there. Holy cow. Uh, listen, I don't care how old I am. I will never understand what I should put on uh, uh, medical forms, uh, <laughs> insurance, um, tax paperwork. I'm like, uh, hey, mom, uh, what is this? What, what does, does this mean? mean? Yeah. <laughs> Mom, what's my deductible? So. She's like, I don't know. It's your plan. I'll look it up. <laughs> yeah, no, I get that hard. Yeah. Um, we had another listener. Uh, if you're listening on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, you can also listen on Podbean, which is where we uh, originally upload all of our episodes. And so it hits there first. Um, but we had a listener on Podbean actually comment saying, hey, please keep this going. I'm listening. Um, and they actually asked their 80-year-old mother if they could put her on some of their YouTube content. Um, and she was like, well, as long as I get to see it before you post it. And they were like, well, where's the fun in that? So <laughs> we appreciate that too. You know what? Our moms didn't ask to listen to any of this content before we post it. No, but so. they both were like, y'all can edit it right. Well, that was my, that was my mom. Was y'all can edit it right. Like yeah. But. No, Valerie did say, but you can just like edit it, right? She did say she the did same say thing. That. Yeah. So you know, but no, we're gonna post it raw. Well, <laughs> no, we'll probably edit something. <laughs> anyway, uh, well, what? Um, we both asked our moms this week to be on this podcast. Yep. Well, you kind of just told yours that she was gonna be on the podcast. I did. Yeah. I asked mine. No, I. I was like, we're interviewing y'all. Wow. And they were like, for what? <laughs> for what? I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway. Um, yeah. And you know what our kids have started asking us? And by started, I mean have continued to ask us for weeks now when it drives us crazy. Every night at bedtime, they ask us what they should dream about. Gosh. As if, number one, we create their dreams. We are the Sandman, and we come yep. in, and if we speak it into the universe, then then it will, like, actually happen because that's not how it works. Yeah. And number two, like, we just have good dreams in our back pockets. One time I told I told uh, Phoenix that she should dream about a farm and owning a pig, and she was like, 
No, I need to really understand what I'm dreaming about. That's fine. And I she don't says know. To me. And I don't know enough about pigs. And I was like, bro, I don't know if you've got so many uh, stipulations about your dreams. You Seriously, just come up with just it yourself. Think about it. I had to tell her. I was like, imagine that you and Theo and Bailey are at Disney World, and you gotta get those two through it because and those are two. Those are the two flightiest of her cousins. We love them. Uh, yeah, but their parents would agree. Yeah, absolutely. So I was like, Yo, you got to drag them through it. She was like, oh my gosh, I don't know that I can do that. And I was like, good luck. Good night. <laughs> Did she say that was a dream or a nightmare? <laughs> <laughs> she didn't say anything the next day. It's funny. Every time that Maddox asks me, I'm always like, I don't know, babe. Cupcakes. I know. I hate saying that. <laughs> Telling our type 1 diabetic to dream about sugar. But man, one time I Those went to treat. Yeah, I know. One time I went to treat her. In the middle of the night, and she woke up just enough to tell me that she was dreaming about ice cream. Yeah, I remember that. And I was like, oh, girl. <laughs> I get it. I'm so sorry. Uh, oh, wow. That was another long episode, but hopefully this was a little bit more lighthearted and <laughs> enjoyable. Yeah. Um, yeah, I know. It's super, super long, but it's fun if you guys are on a trip or whatever. Hopefully this has helped you on your way. Yeah. Um, we don't... I don't know what our next week's content is going to be, so you'll be just as surprised as we are. That's exactly right. It's too early in the week <laughs> to know. Flying by the seat of our pants, friends. <laughs> that's how we roll in life. Well, Actually, that's how I roll, not you, usually. Yeah. I'll plan it. Probably. Probably like when I'm feeding Axel at 3 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening. Tell your friends who you think might like the podcast, too. And um, we hope you guys have a great week. Yeah. We'll talk to you next week. Bye, everybody. Bye, friends.